let's take a minute to talk about PodCoin. You love podcasts. You listen to podcasts. You're listening to your favorite podcast right now. So why not get paid for listening to podcasts? PodCoin, available on the iTunes and Android Marketplace, is a simple app. Download it. Subscribe to your favorite podcast. Subscribe to this podcast, in fact. And get paid for listening. If you download PodCoin right now and use the code FRANKEN, you will get 300 free PodCoins just for signing up. And you can use those for Starbucks. You can use them for Amazon or... You can use them for charity. Now, you accrue PodCoins virtually from any podcast you listen to. So go ahead, go download PodCoin, earn some coins, subscribe to Frank and Culture, and get paid! Welcome, everybody, to the greatest MMA podcast. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you forget what show you're on? Ah, uh, shit, that's right. Um, I've been on vacation for a week. Uh, yes, you have. Let's try this again. Uh, yep. Um, welcome, everybody, to another fine edition. This is Frankensteiner. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. And as always, I have my co-host, Julie Jubaka. What's up, everybody? Hope you guys are excited for this weekend wrestling. Some fun shit happened. And Saturday's almost here! Oh my god. I'm so excited. Overly excited. (laughs) I'm so excited for Saturday. So much shit's going on on Saturday. Like, okay, so I'm going to have to give this plug really quick. Um, so I was on WNST's radio station out here in Baltimore, right? For those who yep, don't yep. know, 1570 AM. Um, so anyway, we were talking and I was like, yeah, we have all the UFC fights, all the wrestling, college football. And I got to think about it. I was like, yo, the UFC event starts at 6 AM. And I was like, oh man. So 6 AM, I'm watching UFC. Um, 10 a.m. The Huskers oh, kick off, I think, 11 a.m. I forgot about that. That is that. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually up and working out, but I usually go to the fucking farmer's market. God damn it. You guys are, and then, I'm going to be watching the I'm going to be watching UFC <laughs> while I'm the farmer's market, getting some apples, watching some people, take some people out. Woo-hoo! Right. And I was like, the Huskers play at like 11 a.m., I think. They might even play at 1. Then we have. NXT uh, takeover, uh, NXT UK takeover, Cardiff, yeah, and then Royal Quest and all There's out. So much going on, <laughs> yo! So I've never crazy. been so excited. This is like Christmas. <laughs> oh, I know. That's why, like, I'm actually really happy we're not going to like we the way our recording schedules are right now. Um, we're not going to be recording like the day after for any show. Um, because I think my brain's going to need just like, you know, 12 hours of absorption of like, oh, okay. So we watch this fight in the morning and then I watch this at this time and it's just, 
it's going to be intense. But if you're a if you're a fan of any of this stuff, it's also just like the best time, right? Right. <sighs> and then excitement, y'all! Tis the season week, for sh- awesome shit. Next week is is my birthday, so I get to celebrate that. Oh, Yay. I'm not till the end of September, but woo, September, <laughs> September birthdays. What's up, though? <laughs> what, what? Best podcast has September birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to jump in, right? So this last, um, we're not going to talk about the week before I was on vacation. So I'm going to be honest. I sparingly watched WWE while I was away. Do you have every right to not even give a shit about wrestling if you chose not to. If you're on I, vacation, you give it. You have the right to not care about pants. Why should you care about wrestling? Right. <laughs> vacation is a vacation for a reason. Actually, let's talk about this really quick. So before we go into raw, I want to tell you my favorite moment was taking my daughter on her first roller coaster. <sighs> oh my god! Oh my! Where'd you Where'd you take her? So we went to Lake, where'd you guys go? Lake Can- Campano. Lake Campano. Okay. Over in um, Connecticut. Um, for those, okay. for our fun fans, I like, mm-hmm. 19, 1989 would have been the year that you heard about Lake Capano because that was the year that Millie Vanilli was found out to be lip syncing the whole time. They were at that place performing I, when they're. That fucking makes so much sense why that <laughs> sounded familiar. I was going. <laughs> Why do I know that place? Like, I used to watch the... Okay, this sounds like, whatever, I don't care, lame lame admission moment. But, like, when they had, like, the behind the music on, whenever the Millie Vanilli episode would come out, I would fucking watch that shit because I was fascinated <laughs> by it. I was like, girl, you know it's true. You know, I was fascinated. So that I knew I fucking knew that place. Yeah. But how exciting was it to see, see El Childo uh, have an adrenaline rush like no other? So... We legit like we got on our first roller coaster, and I'm gonna be honest. I was kind of a I was kind of a bad dad, so I strapped her into her seat. Oh lowered her, no! I lowered her her bar so that she couldn't move right, and um, the ride starts off really slow, mind you. We went on a ro- a wooden roller coaster, and for those who do understand what a wooden oh roller God. coaster rides like, you understand why this was kind of a bad moment for me. So I told Kara, I was like, don't. Don't hold the bar. You got to hold your hands in the air. And, uh, yeah, that was bad, bad dad moment number one. <laughs> so. So as we, we go up, right, she's having fun. It goes around. Yo, that first drop. Oh, that was it. Don't say that first one. She, <laughs> she meet Jesus and go, nope, I hold on to this as if I'm never leaving. I hey, like, I am now one with the cart. She's getting she's getting whipped around. She's oh. screaming. Like there's a pure fear face having on, right? Oh, I felt very God. bad. Did she enjoy it though? Like did she had like did it go from fear to like that fear fun? We're no. like, yeah, you're scared of shit. It, it was but just, then you are like, okay, it was fun though. I don't want to do it again. Or was, was she legitimately like, fuck this? It was terror. <laughs> it was pure terror. Because like oh. I ended up like having like like midway through the ride, I like grabbed her and cuddled her in real tight. Just let her know, like, you're not going anywhere. This isn't gonna right. let you go. So, mind you, ride number two is known as the Wildcat, which is another wooden roller coaster. However, this right. time around, this little runt goes, we're riding in the front. 
<laughs> and I was like, okay. And she did it. And she right. hung on. She was having so much fun. Like, yeah, it was a blast. And then right. um, there's another one called the Zoomerang, which is a steel coaster. And uh, she had no idea, like, kind of – she didn't know it was going to go a lot faster because, obviously, it rides smoother. Um, right. So as they back you up first before they shoot you out and around this coaster, right. we're, like, going up. And she's, like, she's like very chill, right? Very calm. She's, like, all right, I can do this. And she's, like, hanging on to the seat like normal, right? I could do this. This is getting kind of high. This is it's getting very high. We're getting, we're really high. We're really, and then at this moment, you hear five, four, three, two. <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't be on this ride. One. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom. I. Oh, man. It should have been, a, it should have been a moment where I was like, I was laughing because of what she had just said right before. Dude, those, okay, so like. Kid moments like that are the best. So, like, I, I think it's Tennessee. Okay, so they have these, like, sled things that are... I know we're getting, like, way off base, but we'll get back to it. Prop wrestling in a moment. People were having nostalgia with kids. Um, <laughs> so there was these mountains in the side that were, like, sledding, but they were dry sledding. So you right. could go and go in them with these little things. And um, one time my dad... Um, and, was transitioning from jobs so we just like took a month off and so we drove down to florida and just stayed in places because my dad used to make sure we could have bomb ass vacations so we go to this place and we go on the little sled thing in the mountain and and if you do they have on these little sleds they have what was almost like a speed control it would lower it to make it more almost aerodynamic so we could go faster mm-hmm. i guess this was right after to- like this was like top gun time so this starts aging me <laughs> i want apparently i looked at my dad when we were getting ready to go on it and i just looked at him like i feel the need the need for speed and slammed it all the way to the <laughs> ground and we launched down the damn mountain dude kids are the best like my dad still tells that story because he always talks about what well, you, d- you never expect kid just blow your mind yeah. that was one of them I, the other time was when we went on roller coasters I, I decided i was like oh fuck this let's go on a roller coaster one of the corkscrew one time my side of my thing doesn't hold on on the way my mom looks over and my clip is not on there all the way oh, and man. i'm deciding on the ride i don't want to do this anymore and it was one of those things of mom going like nope you're okay you're okay child it's fine we'll leave in a minute kids and roller coasters and fast shit just don't they they do and don't go along yeah so she wanted to go back on that wooden roller coaster like a couple more times and and we did so yes yeah she was uh she's she's very much like a toe dipper like once she puts her toe in like she just jumps in Mm -hmm. she's ready that's so that's that's always fun i was like that when i was little like whatever it was i'll try it like oh okay maybe i'll give it a whirl if i didn't like it i wasn't gonna fucking do it again ever ever in my life but if i loved it i fucking loved it and and i've seen that with a lot of little kids or you know what i mean and i think that's it's fun to give them that freedom hey it i'll bring this back to wrestling that's how it was with wrestling in my household we would leave it on if any of the girls would watch it that was your thing. But I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. 
Speaking of doing you know what I mean? That, speaking you of things go that we in, don't want to do. Yeah, right. It was one of those, you get into it, you tiptoe into it. And that's what it was. Like being a little kid, slowly watching the shows and slowly getting into it and then becoming a big fan. When you give kids the freedom like that, psh, better time. <laughs> but yeah so speaking of things that people don't want to do sasha banks opened the show and <laughs> okay let me be let me be honest after finding this out i kind of like changed my tune a little bit so paul Heyman apparently wrote this segment for sasha banks because he's a huge fan of sasha um who said who did who say that again so paul is a huge fan of oh yeah sasha banks. um so she, he wrote he wrote this piece for her and kind of was like, hey, I want you to kind of say this, but say it in your way. So, um, so I mean, yeah, so she went out, but she delivered like a very wooden promo. Like it just was not, it was, if this it didn't makes have sense, personality behind it. I, I agree more with what I, I don't remember who it was. One of the, one of the wrestling sites on Twitter, they were saying that this, oh no, it was an article. I think it was, I think it was actually one of the, sports entertainment ones but anyways um they were talking about how when the promo started you thought she was gonna be a little bit more like Chaboom! you know i'm sasha fucking banks but she just reaffirmed what we already knew that she was through a fucking temper tantrum about the wrestlemania shit i mean i'm glad paul wrote it but like i i'm sorry i'm gonna criticize the writing i mean it was it was good but i'm gonna criticize it i already fucking knew that she threw a temper tantrum about it I knew no. that she was going home and memeing, and if that makes sense, like, I I know, we already know that, and to be honest, I'm gonna be the one that says it. No one's been talking about Sasha fucking Banks. No one's been talking about Sasha fucking Banks. Everyone's been talking about Becky, Natalia, fucking everybody else, but Bailey, Charlotte, Alexa, Nikki, no one's talking about Sasha. So that whole promo of everybody's talking about Sasha, no, we wanted to know, are you quitting or not? Well, yeah, that's what we wanted that to was, know. Regardless, that's of, that's, that's my thing, point, though. Like, she, I, but it wasn't even it, it, but it died down the moment like it started getting annoying. But every time that she posts up like a picture and she would say some kind of catchphrase with it, some inspirational quote. I say that with quotations, pun intended, and everything. Anyway, so her, you know, inspirational quotes that she was putting out there about be free like a butterfly or. She would be at some comedy show with Bailey. Like it just became a big talking point that Sasha wasn't happy. She wasn't doing this. And then she went. Yeah, out with but Vince, like but realistically, it, though, you, you it kept a buzz going for her. Like we just was like, "What are you doing? Why are you posting pictures of your dog? Are you it, going to?" It AEW? wasn't just like, us though. But it no. wasn't just us though. You have to you have to look at it for all aspects. Those posts farther down the line. Less people started paying. Th- the marks all came out. There are some people, WWE fans, that are going to say Sasha loyal, and that's fine. I don't blame you. Like fucking wherever Sting lands, that's gonna be my fucking place. Like I'm sorry, I love Sting. I'm I'm like if he goes back to WWE, I'm not gonna be able to get rid of them. You know. So there's just some people like yeah, but more and more, it's at least in my perception. Let me just at least put it that it seemed to me that more and more people started being like, okay, well, what are you doing? You know, after the 17th fucking meme and the 10th fucking vague ass post that she did, it started being like, okay, well, then what are you doing? The, it went on for too long. That's probably what my criticism about, like, 
if they would have pulled her, if this would have been like three weeks earlier, the promo would have fit a little bit better. That means that's probably what it is. It's they let it go for a little bit too long. I mean, that could be a fair. Um, that's a that's a fair. That's assessment. really what it is. It's the pro. It's not that the promo's bad. I think it's just it's not timed the way that it sh- it it doesn't feel timed right. Yeah, they, but you know what I think happened. Holder, it, let it I, let her return earlier. I feel like I feel so. like they just they wanted an opponent. They just wanted to give somebody right, and yeah. so at SummerSlam they just fed Natalia because it's in Toronto and they had a plan. Yeah, and they just let that riot, and they just told Sasha like, "Hey, look, like you can be here, but we're just not going to use you. Just don't post anything on Twitter or anything that you're here." And so, like, right. we saw all the pictures come out that like she was in Japan training, and then she do this, she do that. But I'm gonna be kind of on like last week. Was it last week that she came back? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago was the perfect yeah, time for her sure. to, for the debut. Now, last week, I know, I know, I didn't say I watched. Of course, they saw highlights. She beat the shit out of yeah. Natalia in the back. If you, if you have YouTube, you can watch highlights. <laughs> <laughs> she beat the shit out of Natalia behind. And then today, you know, our last this last week, you know, she addressed the crowd. I I'm gonna be honest. Like looking back and reading what was said, I was like, I I liked everything that she said. The only problem I really had with it was just her delivery. And I wonder if that's yeah. I wonder if that's a a part where it's like. Paul was just like, hey, I want you to say this. Don't say too much emotion into it because we want you – as we build you to back to where right. we want you, then you can be you can be the boss again. But what I want you now is just like the – because I really like this aspect and it kind of showed something for me, right, was where she said um, – they said that I picked up my ball and went home. you damn right I did. And the way she delivered it, I was like – yeah, I believe you. <laughs> right. Like, well, that's the thing, though. Is I mean, you could give her like a fortune cookie, and I and she's pretty good at it. Would be able to read it off. She's pretty good right. at being able to go on the fly. Like I said, I think my biggest criti- I think my biggest criticism is I just it went on for too long. I so I was like, no, no one was talking about you. I was talking about you like three weeks earlier than what you when you came back. So I think if they would have had it earlier. I think if she would have deb- if she would have returned at SummerSlam after that, yeah, match, maybe even that, maybe that even like, yeah, maybe even that, like have everything lead up to that, not just like an afterthought after a pay per view. Yeah, I mean, I know that like sometimes like they use it for a pop, but for Sasha, her pop would have been better used at the pay per view. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yep, I think it's assessment. <laughs> anyway, so in this one, anyways, she brought with <laughs> Natalia after her promo. Cool. Uh, but let's get into the next match, or the first match of the night, which, honestly, like, I would have to say this, oh, God, it's gonna be so tough. It's probably one of my favorite matches of this year, definitely, um, maybe even my favorite match of the, of the week. I could understand why. There was that, that last, that last section towards the end of just the, uh, the Claymore, the Powerball, I mean, it gets... The Spanish Fly? Yeah, yeah, like, it got what? pretty. So Ricochet right, versus yeah. Drew McIntyre came out. <laughs> the si- uh, what was it? The six thirty at the end. Yeah, after the recoil, right? Yeah. Or for fans, the code breaker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Ricochet uh, 
beat Drew McIntyre. Amazing match. If you guys haven't seen it, please go watch it. And don't watch it on YouTube because they're only going to give you like that 45-second bit. Actually, yeah, go no, find watch the whole thing. somebody. Or if you watch it match. on YouTube, if you watch it on YouTube, don't watch the WWE version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> watch, watch the ripped version. Yeah, watch it. And it was crazy. Well, right? you know what? I think I think the Hulu version of Raw is my favorite version of Raw because they have to cut out all the bullshit. They, they'll they'll leave me. <laughs> except except there was a couple of times where they left in bullshit and they cut out matches, and I almost set my house on fire in rage. It was like the one of the few times that I watched. That's why I DVR it because I'm like fuck it, I can fast forward the bullshit. But it was like one of the few times I went to watch it on Hulu, and I was like, oh okay. And then I saw that they cut out an entire match. I'm like, what? Fox. <laughs> well, so after that first match, it was definitely like a fire match. I have to be honest. A second yeah. match, you would have thought would have been kind of like a cool down match, but it wasn't because you got Baron Corbin no. and and I felt like this 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 match was really good too. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, because I was right. like, it's Baron. I was like, all right, chin locks, right. days, and then like, I fucking hate Baron, but I I mean I got I get it. Like he deserve he, he did a good. He won. He, you know, he won. You know what I mean? Can like, be honest though, I fucking like, hate Baron, but he won. The Miz it was right. It made sense. It did. And I had Corbin like, for uh, this. I had Corbin for that on my uh, on my on my fucking card too, because it too. made sense. It made sense. What's funny was like how athletic it the Miz is, right? Because like it's funny because like Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack told him that he was a king of soft stop soft style. Um, but like, he's like showing off like a lot more stuff that he can do. Like shit, he was, he was going to get thrown in the end of days the first time and he did the backflip out, which I was like, yeah, that was kind of cool. I give it to you. And then, um, he threw Baron, Baron did his little slide thing under the ring out and back through. And like, there's, he's getting ready to throw the clothesline and the Miz catches him for uh skull cash skull crushing finale which baron kicked out of and i was like okay yo uh, yeah that's not expected <laughs> and then end of days and uh you know miss miss lost in the first round i thought it was kind of funny too that miss said that of all the things that he has won which he listed like all of his accomplishments he's never won king of the ring yeah, but let's put a big asterisk on there. The King of the Ring goes and co- goes around and then leaves and comes back. I mean, it re- okay, this is going to sound horrible, but it reminds me of some of my pa- my friend's parents, like when they would just, I'm going to decide to show up. Now I'm not going to be there. Like the, it literally is, yeah. is not consistent. So it, it makes sense. Like, I mean, that sucks for the Miz, but like WWE doesn't have it around all the time. It's not like Hell in the Cell where Hell in the Cell always happens. This time of year, think, SummerSlam yeah, always happens. They yeah, do they don't need like the King of the Ring to be around it, every year. It needs to be year round. You can't bring it. It doesn't make sense because the thing is, is this, this with this industry, the turnover rate is high. Yeah, you can't you can't expect to have somebody that won King of the Ring last year to have the same exact matchups the following year. There could be an entire half of the roster that's just not even working for the fucking company anymore just because of age or, I mean, we've got the upcoming AEW-WWE war. You know what I mean? So, like, to not have it consistently every year doesn't do anybody. It doesn't do the wrestlers justice, and it doesn't do the 
match itself. It doesn't do the tournament itself justice. So, so I, it sucks for Miz, but I mean, they 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 would have to have it more in order for him to win it. All right, so two parts. Um, first, uh, I was listening to uh, Russell talk right, and they were mm-hmm. talking about they were talking about this specific thing about the King of the Ring tournament, and how WWE said it's the most prestigious tournament in all of wrestling and uh they're like they're like really because i think the g1 just happened and they were like amazing i know i was gonna (laughs) say like g1 i'm sorry well again let's go back to the you would have to have it consistent not forget about it like a child in fucking car okay like they forget about that thing all the time do you know when the last time the king of the ring tournament happened um wasn't it a couple years ago 2011 Get, okay, a couple of years ago, eight, <laughs> eight years ago, um, I was like, "Damn, that is a long time ago." Now, oh yeah, because wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it when she- wasn't Sheamus last? Wait, so that was gonna be my part two. Did you know that of all the things that Sheamus has won, Sheamus is the only person who has won the big three: King and Ring, Money in a Bank. And a Royal Rumble. Think about that for a little bit. Like, just chew on that random fact. In fact... I call sh- bullshit! It wasn't 2011, it was 2015! I'm fucking right! Okay, Bad great. News Barrett! Oh, yeah! I'm a king of the ring? I'm like, this is bullshit, because I know <laughs> Bad News Barrett won it, because he was king, and he was the best fucking king ever because he was an intolerable cunt and i loved it i love wade barrett i'm so sad i i miss him being a part of the wwe because he was such a prick well, i was like what? wait a minute there's something wrong you, you know what hmm. i'm afraid i've got some bad news for you um, <laughs> um, um dude, but here's Barrett the crazy thing. Barrett this was this is a crazy fact i wanted to tell match. you yeah so did you know that Sheamus is the only person to win the big three, though? Out of Get everybody it. in wrestling, he's the only one. And he, and I, I want to mention this too, Sheamus is only one title away from being a Grand Slam winner. Who would have thunked? I'm surprised, like, to be honest, I'm surprised he hasn't he hasn't locked that yet. The Intercontinental title sense? is the only one he wants. <laughs> Which I'd, I'm again still surprised that he hasn't na- nailed that accomplishment already, right? Especially considering, like it seems, and I don't mean this like I'm not shading him. It just seems like he's getting more towards the end of his career. Yeah. I don't mean that like oh he's shitty or anything. No, he's on top of his game. But it just seems like hey, maybe he wants to move on from from wrestling and go at you. So you would think this would be the time for them to start thinking about that. I want him uh, to come uh, at Clash of Champions. Cough, cough, WWE. <laughs> cough, cough. Let him come in at Clash of Champions and just hit one broke kick and win. It, and he can drop would, the title it, the next it night. It would be nice. It would yeah. be nice. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't even, like, it, even if it was a uh, a one-nighter, that'd be fine. Then he's got the he's got the Grand Slam, and then he can ride up to Sunset if he feels like it. Or he can stay and be an intolerable prick if he so chooses. Right. So, speaking of intolerable pricks, Bailey defeated <laughs> Nikki Cross in a... Uh, in a, in a ridiculous match. And I have to say, like, this really, like, emphasizes the point that Sasha had said, right? She said it in her opening promo. She said that she was relegated to a tag match that she didn't even care about and defending titles that she even cared less about, which we know that's not true. But Bailey beating Nikki yeah. 
kind of shows that point that WWE does not give a shit about their women's tag team titles because there's all sorts of people that she could she could fucking Sarah Logan is in the in the arena. You could have had her wrestle her. Liv yeah. is probably somewhere in there. You could have had her wrestle Lacey Evans, and and I know she was on SmackDown, but I'm just saying there's other people that we could have put out there. Anyway. So, right. let's talk about the one thing that took, like, half an hour to get through. Kind of like our opening for uh, today. Um, <laughs> so, the tag team turmoil <clears throat> tournament happened. Right? I... <laughs> Hold on. God. Before, before we start. Damn it. I need an aspirin. <laughs> I, rethinking that just gave me a headache. So, it started off. With the Viking Raiders and the B team, which, by the way, it was good to see the B team again. I have to be right, honest. totally fine with that. Yep. So, B team gets out there, gets crushed. Of course, it was going to happen, right? Right. Um. Then, um, who was next? Was it Zack Ryder? Uh, let me pull up the. I actually have the when they all came in. I, think it, I think it was B team. No, it was next was uh, after B team oh, was, was eliminated. It was Luke Gallows and Carl Gallows. Anderson yeah. of the OC, and they got and they the, both yeah. got double count out, or they called it a double count out. They disqualified yeah, them double. Both. Yeah, Whatever. prefer God double, and then that's when um, two new fucking, teams came out. God, damn and it, then we had it. Dolph Ziggler <sighs> and Robert Roode come out to face Zach and Kurt. Right, that was Zach and Kurt that came out next. Right. Okay. So, um yeah no so, wait hold on after Dolph Ziggler oh, no, it was, it was uh Lindsay yeah it was Lin- yeah because it was yeah. Grand Metal LT- yeah Lucha House Party so. see this is how crazy it was so Lucha House Party yeah, comes I, out try- that's why I pull this up because I it has it in order <laughs> so I don't have to rely on my parade I can go what did you do WWE <laughs> what was so, this house party bullshit in the ring Lucha House Anyways. Party Lucha House Party gets beat and yep. then then Kurt comes out right or was it nope revival? it was revival so revival, was revival. and then they win again and so Dolph and Bobby Roode beat the revival then they beat Kurt and Zach and then the last team to come out is heavy machinery I'm so who lost <laughs> now I'm gonna say the finish was really cool because it went from the compactor to a super kick and then Obviously, it was a good sequence. It yeah. was a good sequence. It was real shitty of WWE to do <laughs> to pull that. Fucking hey, like for the, hi, we're WWE. We like to raise. No, fuck you. You're never gonna make it. Now, Ugh. did you know? Did you Fucking know that AOP was supposed to debut, re-debut at that tag team turmoil. What? Yeah, AOP was behind the scenes getting ready for the match and they got told, "Hey, Oh, I'm, I'm so you. glad they didn't make that decision. I <laughs> right? probably would have like But let's be I would have ended up on the news and you would have had to tell everybody like the website article link to find information about where you can <laughs> send me gifts so, so I can read them. <laughs> let's reestablish this, right? Mind you, I said I watched highlights last week. So Eight days ago, well, it would have been eight days ago on Monday, or Tuesday, I'm sorry. Tuesday would have been eight days ago. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman weren't a tag team, and Dolphin Rude weren't a tag team. And suddenly, we've got 
the burning the burning mountain or the burning monster and Rudolph. Like, what are we doing? Yep. <laughs> Why are we burying an entire tag division? Especially, especially when AEW is around the corner and they have literally said they're going to put an emphasis on tag team wrestling. Like, uh, honestly, do you want to know? Doing? Um, I, I will be the one that says it. There are some people that they this is getting all like psycho you know psychological mumbo jumbo but you think about it, there are some people that enjoy causing their own problems yeah and this way. almost seems like one of those they know they are very they are being told straight up we are going to create a tag team division of breadth it's going to be our focus we are going to do it so what is wwe doing let's make the fucking problem worse for ourselves Let's it's see. it's like if someone tells you like, hey, I'm gonna punch you in the face if you walk towards me. So I'm just letting you know, and you still walk towards them. Like that's your own making. You're being told like you could you could fix this, but instead you're just gonna cause problem. Yep, exactly. So that's what it it's what it seems like. It it almost seems like it's just the same thing of like self awareness issues. It's really what it all comes down to on every aspect. Whether it's the tag team thing, the women's the women's division, just in general, I don't even know what they're doing there. The whole blood money issue with Saudi Arabia, which everyone keeps bringing up, is what they call it. You know, like there's no self awareness going on at WWE at all. Speaking of no self awareness, <laughs> didn't Natalia say she dislocated her elbow two weeks ago? I thought so. Yeah, she looked really good using it. <laughs> So anyway, Sasha and Natalia had their match. Sasha won, obviously. So yeah. there's a match. So, but let's talk about this. This match. Fire match. And I'm not talking about Sasha and Natalia. I'm talking about Cedric Alexander versus Cesaro. Uh, oh, yo, real quick. Before you get into that, because I just saw the AJ Styles backstage segment thing. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think we brought this up at all in any news stuff. So before I forget about it, did you hear about the news about AJ Styles? That he signed his about, last contract? Well, he's not that he signed his last contract. That his last contract is his last contract. I heard. I did, yeah. I don't know if you saw on Cultaholic, but I totally agree with the Pachiti on the idea. I think it was Pachiti. No, I don't think it was Pachiti, actually. I think it might have been Chad. I'm not, it was one of them. It was one of them, but they were saying about how, no, I think it was driver. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm fucking wrong with Sam driver. Um, it was going on about, um, how AJ after he leaves WWE should do a one match tour at all the promotions. I did see that actually. I I saw him say that. Fucking totally agree with it. I it's selfish as fuck. And I totally agree with Sam, but I agree with you. I agree with it. Please do that. I'd like to see him back in New Japan for one man. Go to all the places that he, you know, ROH. Do a do do a goodbye tour. I'd watch it. So he do an I just wanted to match, right? Like he could do a whole lot of stuff. It's if it's his last contract, he doesn't have to worry about it after. Right. So I just want. I remember that they had the AJ segment right before the the match you're getting ready to talk about. So I was like, hey, wait a minute. I think it is somewhere in Raw too. They mentioned that. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman agreed to a match at Clash of Champions. Like, right. what else segments? All right. But let's talk about this great match that happened. So, Cedric Alexander and Cesaro. We obviously know Cesaro is a great worker. 
an am- yeah. amazing athlete. I mean, we and realistically, we also know that Cedric's a fucking amazing in the ring after the the um, cruiserweight classic. Yes, and two hundred five. Well, he got signed because the fans literally yelled "sign Cedric." So, right. So. Yeah, so this match was on. Uh, this went back and forth. Uh, Cedric Alexander did win with a lumbar check. Um, his lumbar check on Cesaro looked really good. <laughs> like, looked yes. amazing. And, I, and I, I'm trying to figure out, like, which match I thought was better between Cedric and Drew and Cedric and Cesaro. I'm, you don't have to make that great. decision if you don't want to. That's how I look at it. <laughs> you, you need to make that decision. It's all fantastic. That's why I said that I don't need to decide between AEW and WWE if I don't want to. I can watch all of it. Probably <laughs> going to watch AEW more, but I can so just watch States, all of it. United States Championship match: AJ Styles versus Braun Strowman. Uh, it ended in disqualification, <gasps> where Braun Strowman destroyed the OC. Didn't make sense. He yeah, numbers game and everything, whatever. But that's how it ended. Um, that's how Raw ended. Uh, the match itself. Eh, it was okay. I did like how yeah. how much more heel AJ Styles got to turn, so I definitely appreciated that story being told that, like, hey, like, I know I don't have the speed, but if the ref is distracted, I'm going to kick you in the dick. And that's exactly what we saw. <laughs> right. Moving over to SmackDown, um, Kofi and Randy yeah. Orton had a segment. That's how they kicked it off. Um it's funny because like the guys on Russell Talk also said this too. They're like, "Yeah," and then Randy or uh, Samoa Joe grabbed a letter and started reading it. It came from, and he was like, "Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, um, reading it wrong. That was from last year." He goes, "Uh, Randy read a note." <laughs> and I was like, "It's fucked up," <laughs> from Kofi's son. Um, yeah, and then Kofi got that. That DDT drape. You know, the one thing I like about Kofi is that he sells incredible. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> his body bends in ways it's not supposed to. Um, then... I, there, there are certain people that, that they either sell in good ways or, like, the way that they sell is just magical. Like, I love that Dolph Ziggler doesn't know how to use his leg on lighter matches. Beautiful. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, his entire body just stops functioning the moment he touches a ladder on a ladder match. Like, if you ever see him claw, it looks like someone who clearly can't walk anymore being told, climb this ladder. A wholly inappropriate request. And he's like, I can't. I can't do it. My leg. Yeah. It My really leg. looks, it looks kind of like, this looks, like, inappropriate, and I should not be watching this. Do you need like, help? Like, <laughs> so... Ali, Somebody get a spotter! Ali and Buddy Murphy had a match. Bitch, this and fucking match was fantastic. It was amazing. Flat out. And so fucking apparently a. Ali doesn't do the 054 anymore. He just does the normal 450. Yeah, I was reading about that. I wonder I wonder why that got pulled. I wonder if it's That's what I was thought, trying to figure that out. Maybe they thought cause... it was too dangerous because Ali's head comes, it does really come close to like hitting that top turnbuckle. Like, well, he did the he did well. No, he did the um. He hit the four fifty at the end. We hit the four fifty. That's going forward. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I was thinking. Sorry, blank for a second, dude. Speaking of which, that end, mother Christ, how awesome! The tornado DDT. I loved. So I gotta, I gotta just talk about this part uh, with Buddy. 
He hits a power bomb. He goes to pin Ali. Ali kicks, and Buddy lifts him, grabs his hands, yeah. and V triggers him in the face. I was like, oh my god, that was so right. awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Like I was saying about Tornado DT, that when he, when Buddy was when he when they were on the whole like draped over the apron and did the flip over and had and got him on the rope. Yeah, Christ, dude. I was like, oh, oh god, god, like. <laughs> I was watching it, trying not to like scream my brain out because I was like, "What the yep. fuck?" This match, guys, get a chance, go watch this match. Yeah, Fucking dude, amazing. totally do it. Do yourself a favor, watch some wrestling happiness, and then skip over this next section where the Miz gets his ass kicked by Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, Sami Zayn. What a Sami Zayn! What the hell? Or enjoy the fact that Sami Zayn looks like a thirteen-year-old girl crushing over a boy in the way that he was just like hit him in the face hit him in the face nakamura <laughs> whatever it's his I, personal j-rock star i let love sammy live his own life <laughs> I'm, I'm, that was my highlight i'll be honest um right uh bailey defeated lacey evans and that made sense because you know L- lacey evans does her southern thing about being the woman of WWE, whatever, and then she got beat. Cool. Yo, I'm gonna. This is my 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 quick hot take on AC Evans. WWE, y'all did her dirty. Y'all did her dirty. Y'all did her dirty. You're taking somebody who is a military woman who had a fucking you could you could package her as Captain Marvel if you wanted to, but you're making her seem like a fucking bitch. I'd rather slap in the face than talk to. I'm just saying. I don't think this was a great packaging for someone who has such a badass background in real life you know what though i'm curious I mean, though because like I, she's she's a heel she's getting beat yeah right? even like, if she wants until she turns face and then everybody's, everybody's gonna be like if, fucking if, love her if, yeah but if this makes sense i just i i i i'm glad that she enjoys it if that makes sense like do what you want that's great but i feel like because i mean fucking they lot they, they they did the whole like um eva was it eva marie that they just brought out and walked out and then brought it back into the back and they would do that with mandy or whatever the hell they did that with her for a while she would just walk out and just exist and then walk back and for me i just felt that was that was doing her dirty because if you know anything about lacey evans like as far as like her background in the military and just the fact that she's a badass chick in general it's like i don't know i just kind of like meh I want to cheer for her more. Even yeah, if she totally was a heel. Totally. Even if she was a heel, because there's heels that I fucking love. Like like the Charlotte, she pisses me off as a heel in all the right ways. Right. I'll cheer her on because but she's she a good gets, heel. She and I just heat. Like, she get go away heat like Lacey does. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I'm saying like it, it, the the bitchy thing that Lacey's doing isn't it's not translating in the way that i think they're wanting it to because i'm just right. like and instead of being like oh watch out for this bitch she gonna fuck you up look at this lady she's gonna take her her glove off and then fuck your face up instead of i'm like who's this broad so <laughs> speaking of <laughs> which, she little... sandbagged she sandbagged the be- bailey to belly and uh, yeah so it is what it is we're gonna keep moving on this match though we got we could sit and talk about them, um for a little bit. Randy Orton 
defeated Big E, but I really loved the fact that Big E came down. He was super serious at first, you know, and was beating the holy hell out of Randy Orton and hitting the same spots that Randy Orton normally hits. I was like, right. this is nice. <laughs> no, I agree. And then eventually Randy got the one up, hit the RKO, one, two, three. Most devastating letters in the WWE. Right. I still love that video of his girl RKOing him off the damn boat or whatever the that hell was, that was. So awesome. Fucking sick. <laughs> I love when wrestling wives get into that shit. Did you know, speaking of like this King of the Ring tournament going on, did you know Kofi Kingston was supposed to be in the King of the Ring? Really? Yeah. And they pulled him once they realized that if he won, who he would be. Fans out there, you can put the letters together yourself. Hmm. <laughs> right? You got it. I think mm. you got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, W. Good call, WWE. Good call. So Kevin Owens had a backstage segment with Elias wondering if Shane McMahon was around. He said no. said cool. Shane uh, Elias went out. Uh, then got stunned, and then Drake Maverick wins the 24-7 title. <laughs> so congrats to Drake on winning the 24-7 title. Hopefully he'll finally consummate his marriage. It's, it's a weird Right. Place. No, you get it. That's never going to happen. <laughs> uh, then uh, Shorty Gable came out and battled Shelton Benjamin and uh, won. I liked it. That, it was an okay match. Um, it was what it was. Shorty G to win. He's got to face Andrade next week. So right, which I had that match up on my little card because, and actually, to be honest, I'm 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 fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that little I'm, match up. I'm great with it. Um, I think then, they're really good wrestlers in general. Yeah, take storylines out just as workers. So it's yeah, gonna yeah, be a good yeah. matchup. Um, and then. Roman, okay, this is the weirdest thing. This fucking segment. (laughs) Actually, you know what? No, fuck this. All right. Roman Reigns exposed that Eric Rowan was the person who attacked him. I don't know how. The video fucking sucked. Even as a a former military analyst myself, I was like, you had that guy last week on the show. Don't act like I didn't watch SmackDown because I did. You had that. Don't don't tell me my lying eyes, bitch. You, you You showed me Eric Rowan's dad. On the fucking right. video. <laughs> we saw his older brother, you we, fucks. We saw his like his, we saw his rapey uncle up there, okay. I'll say this right now though. God okay, listen, side note real quick. Anybody talk about people's uncles right now, I'm just gonna <laughs> always think of me saying somebody get your drunk uncle because of BJ Penn. Which side note, go to get the KO this weekend and listen to that episode because trust, we'll talk about BJ Penn getting his ass kicked. But anyways. God bless Daniel Bryan for fucking saving that segment. Oh, yeah. God bless Daniel. Because realistically, when he started slapping Rowan in the face, I was like, ooh, ooh, he's getting emotional. He's like, every, like, I would, I would see people, bi- I was seeing people like, bitch in the Facebook comments, like, I fucking hate this version of Daniel Bryan. All he does is talk. Yeah, but like, at the same time, you also have to think about, he can't go like full hard on like he did before and he's good on the mic so i'd rather him fill up the time with mic 
work instead of like possibly fucking themselves up so he can't wrestle again. Yeah, get on the mic. Was, he like cut, it was he a fight. Spear. It was great. It, I mean, yeah, but it was so great though. Like when he started slapping on Rowan and being like, "This man lied to me," right? And it looked like I hate liars. He looked like he was gonna fucking legitimately start crying, and I'm like, okay, y'all can bitch about it. I still think Daniel Bryan's great on the mic, okay? I think y'all need to get, like, a, a, a lollipop and a nap or something. I'm always down for a motherfucking lollipop. Oh, bitch, no way! <laughs> Shut up, the ninjas released you! Yeah, yeah finally. Did you pay them, Cliff? I I he might have. He had, to, he had to sleep with some of them. I did. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud you taking one for the team. Yeah, he definitely took one up the poop shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so, for you guys who don't know Welcome. who that is, because you haven't heard him in forever, go ahead yeah. and introduce yourself. Welcome, everybody, to Martin Trombley returning to the Frankenculture Frankensteiner Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling. <laughs> oh, you're getting us at the end of SmackDown. We're getting ready to go into NXT, which. Oh, you mean the only thing that fucking matters at this point? Okay. <laughs> See, I knew he was going to fucking say that. I knew he was going to fucking say that. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> so, yeah, haven't uh, uh, been been working a lot. Um, new job and, and stuff. Uh, haven't had too much time to really watch a lot of wrestling. Uh, but the shit that I have been keeping up with has been NXT. Of course, the AEW stuff. Um, whatever, whatever I can catch, you know the the shows and everything else like that uh ring of honor is a disaster 205 has been pretty consistently uh fantastic but uh been keeping up with the podcast and everything and you know can't really say i disagree with you guys about a lot of stuff so it's like <laughs> it's like they're trying they're trying with a lot of stuff and with raw and smackdown um just waiting patiently for that you know the crowd and the WWE universe is the one that's in charge. Just, just waiting for that, you know, that thing that happens. <laughs> yeah, that, that big announcement that they did yeah. when they were like, hey, let's have a town we're, hall meeting in the middle. The yeah, you know, it felt like a town hall meeting, but it also felt like any actual town hall meeting with real politicians where they stand up there, they talk a lot, and they never actually fucking do anything. Yeah, I, exactly. love having, <laughs> I love having a bunch of smoke blown out my ass for no yeah. reason. Yeah. I think um, if they're going to do that to all of us, they should at least take us out on a date first. Just saying. That would be nice. We have been, they have been taking us on a date. They've just been terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's been the worst fucking date ever. Yeah, for the past, like, 20 years of my life, it's just been consistently <laughs> getting worse and worse. <laughs> it's like 50 first dates, but I remember every first date, and it's not Exactly, exactly. 50 first dates, and I remember them all. So, fun fact, NXT happened, um, yes. and we're going to talk about this because Io Shirai, um, my, my favorite, my favorite, um, defeated Cammy Fields. Cool. Uh, but Io um, was a fucking monster, and I love right. her character. I don't like her new jacket, though. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, I kind of agree. I don't mind, though. Like, whatever. She can, like, wear whatever the fuck she wants in my mind as long as she still stays like the super badass evil. yeah he's, i like that i also like the whole candace running down once she grabbed the kendo because she didn't even get the swing on that broad before candace was like and that's mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna take that and i'm gonna use it on you now 
And and I'm fine with that. I actually really enjoy that with NXT. Like that's something that they'll do a little bit more. Like WWE when okay. When WWE does it, like when Charlotte did her whole kendo stick thing, it seemed like gimmicky to me. Not like what this did. Where it was like, oh yeah, no, she wants to beat her up with that. Oh, the other girl said, No, I'll beat you up with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it didn't seem like, oh, there's a fucking kendo stick. Ooh. A kendo <laughs> stick. Woo. What'd you think? Just, I, don't, I enjoyed it. Just in general, the women's division of NXT has been the real big thing that has Mother. been keeping me interested Mother. in the product in general. Oh yeah. The fact that it it's not predictable. I don't know what's happening next. I don't know where this is going to. Ever since the EO turn, I've been like, okay, apparently up is down, east is west, and the sky is fucking green. Because they built Shirai around being this baby face uh, for so long, and she was so good at it, you know? Right. The, the, the luchador from Japan, who's got the cool mask, and she, she's got the beautiful smile. She kicks ass. Very Asuka, you know, Kyrie uh, resemblance. They were going to make her the adorable Asian chick. Yeah. That they, she kind of pissed on that. Yeah, so this is just fucking all of that, you know. You, to, you know what? Mix. Lords of Pain on their website, they pointed out one thing about it. They said one cool point for Shrey decision to send a message to women's division via the way she won the match. She can win in the air with strikes or by submission, and she won't stop there. Which right. I have to agree with them. It's a, it's a great point that she could beat you however. That is a very good message to show. Like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, I won. Oh, I'm going to flip off there. Oh, I won. Oh, I'm going to put your arm through your fucking neck. Oh, I won. Yeah. Do what you got to do. And it's it's good because of the fact that uh, a lot of the women currently in, like, that are active on the roster and everything else like that are kind of same in their, like, methodology of they're all submission artists mainly. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. A lot of them. A lot of them are submit the ones that are being presented and everything, with, like, exception to... Candace, who I don't really see as like a submission specialist, but you got Mia Yim, you know, the 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 horsewomen, Shayna Baszler. Yeah, uh, no, Shafir. it's a very good, it's a very good point. Yeah. That to, to put somebody that's standing out from the this is how I win. Yeah. This is so a cool thing to do. <laughs> to keep to keep Shirai in the field of where she can do uh submissions, but keeping it away from the oversaturation of submission artists that are in the, the division currently, at least until we talk about something else or when Dakota Kai and um, Tegan Knox finally return. Cause isn't that like inevitable? They're soon. on the tour, right? Neither on the tour still. Yeah. Which is great. So whether that be UK or NXT, either way, I'm ready. All right. Ready. Speaking I'm good. No, but this, this definitely, Yes. Uh, this is just a good way for Shirai to continue to build her new heel turn and everything, cement her, look her badass. Where the Candace feud with her goes is, I, I don't know. It's the only reason why I turned in. I love, I love everywhere they I'm are. fine with all of it. I'm yeah. fine with all of it. <laughs> just, fuck it. Put them in war games and just those two. I don't care. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, or, or, or my brain just went there. Candace 
and and uh, let's just say returning Dakota Kai and uh, Tegan Knox with um, uh, certain someone we'll talk about in five seconds versus Io Shirai and the rest of the horsewomen. I would be fly. I can fuck with that. Yeah. yeah. That's just me. Again, I, well, I, I am a good booker. Book it. Book right. it now. But speaking of people beating the shit out of themselves for the entertainment of the fans, uh, Dominic Dijakovic. 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 Oh, Martin, just, you should listen I to Get the K off. You think that's bad? He butchers every UFC I fighters. love slaughtering. Yeah, if they're, if they're Russian, Polish, some from like Eastern European country. I know you put the, put, he put can't the names... do consonants together. He can't <laughs> no. do weird consonants together. I it's get weird. it. It's fine. So it's you American put the thing. name Smith. Sometimes is hard. Dominic. <laughs> I'm just talking uh, with you. Bro. Dominic versus Keith Lee. Yo, we got to get into this match though. Dominic versus Keith Lee. Yeah. I, Isn't this I've... like the fourth one that they've, they've the fourth match, third match. So uh... I think outside of the WWE, I think that's right. I think it's like the fourth Inside though, it's only their second. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think they've gone that far yet, but yeah, because they had to double count out, and then they were supposed to finish that up at NXT uh, to take over. But Dominic got hurt. Keith came back. Yeah, Keith got hurt, and now they're back running it. Um, yeah, they're both back, and they, this is their like match to show everything. It's like okay, here's your long-awaited rematch from the few that kind of just dropped out of nowhere. Yeah, right. Oh, long term, <sighs> long term booking. So, uh, Dominic just pretty much showed off that he's you know six seven two two sixty and moves like a luchador. Was fucking yeah. Amazing. I was gonna say that he moves like he's five foot th- you know one he's and like, a buck ten. Like he moves around <laughs> like he should be on two oh five. He was like anything ricochet can ricochet can do, I can do too. Like, and you know what? I'll tell you this right now. Any big boy like that that can pull off some shit like that, not only do I give you props because you have to really know your body. I mean, because right. it's difficult to tuck yourself in and do whatever. But then on top of it, you have to think about just when you are like past six, six and stuff. There's, you know, I, I had a friend of mine that was seven, four. He passed away, but he was seven, four. And right. there's joint pains and stuff once you start getting that tall. So, like, to put that much pressure on it, get it, get it, do it right. So, speaking of things that happened, though, they hit an avalanche Spanish fly. And you heard the crowd. I I wish Katie was on the show because she could tell us about what this was like. But yeah, the she, was uproar, in there. she was there, right? I think she was at this match. But the uproar that happened was phenomenal like i felt like the crowd like woke up and was like really into the match so i was really hyped about seeing them do their thing and like you know dominic won (laughs) i mean it was awesome i can't say anything else about this match it was amazing right Um, then shane thorne came out said that johnny's gone because they did like a little promo about him whatever shane i'm sorry right like you're you know, cool, I'm excited. But you're not that cool. Um, All right, I'm excited to go where we're at. What's next? <laughs> so, yeah, y'all go I'm excited to, go to see what Shane Thorne's going to do as a singles competitor because, you know, since TM61 broke up and everything else like that, yeah. you know, they've been jobbing him out, but now they're actually giving him something to do other than just be, you know, taking chops on a video uh, on a video game stream. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, and that's my problem, though, is that, like, because you've presented kind of like, 
hey, here's this guy. I care about him, but we're going to beat him every time. Like, I've just gotten to that mindset of, like, all right, once he starts winning and starts destroying people, I'm going to be like, all right. Yeah, cool, I'm saying you just got to wait for the rebuild. I yeah. mean, he's the no, he could be, like, tiresome on you right now, but if they do a good job of a rebuild on him, you never know. So. And I'm not going to – and I don't want to sound like I'm trying to sleep on him because I, that was the same problem I did with Buddy Murphy. You are, I though, Cliff. I was, I was, I did. And then Buddy Murphy, <laughs> like, surprised the shit out of me. So. Right. It, well, it happens, though. There are some people that you just overlook. Yeah. And it's not anything with them. It's not anything with you. It's just sometimes that happens. I, fuck, there's been people on WWE that people have been like, ah, oh, they're so great. I'm like, who? I don't fucking pay attention to them. So. The- now that so, we're close to the hour mark, right? I do want to say this. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yes. R.I.P. Luke Harper. We haven't seen you in ages. Anyway, um, NXT champion, women's champion, <sighs> Shayna Baszler came out, <clears throat> didn't even say anything. Fast forward. Was interrupted by the oh, one God. and only Rhea Ripley. And Bro, I marked gonna, the fuck out. I marked you guys the take fuck this. <laughs> I marked the fuck out at that damn time. Oh, uh, when she pulled the fucking mic out her hand, like, cause we all know Shayna, like, when she gets into it, she'll put the mic up to her face, holds it up, like, fucking, you know, person like learn how to suck dick. I was just gonna, no, I was gonna say, wow. like, oh, holding it like a person learning to suck dick for the first time, um, <laughs> cause she holds it really fucking weird, but like. I love that she went to go hold it and Rhea grabbed that fucking thing right out of her hand. And I was like, oh, oh, yes, please shut her up. I'm tired of her saying the same things over. And she pointed that out. I know what you're going to say, that you've beaten everybody on the roster. And then when she chimed in, but you haven't me- beaten me, bitch. I was like, oh, God, I am shooketh. Officially shooketh. <laughs> I want this match right now. I give nothing else about the rest of the television show. Make it happen right now. If the fact that Raw and SmackDown can keep doing this stupid um, wild card bullshit, fuck yeah. Let NXT, both NXT brands do the same fucking thing. Please. Yeah, fuck it. Because, it, I mean, it's not that the rosters aren't stacked enough as it is. It's the fact that we're giving, you know, something new to people who are already built up. Yeah. And letting UK continue to develop their own thing. Ray Ripley, first uh, NXT UK women's champion. Um uh, coming out challenging dog if she could pull out current oh if she could pull off getting a match and then ripping that title off her to do double champ and be the nxt uk and nxt women's champ i can see them putting that on her oh yeah so i'm here for it Mm -hmm. plus anything to get that belt off Shayna. that's how i look up anything to get that belt off Shayna at this point or at least slow build it to like an nxt versus nxt uk thing for like oh god that would be good brand brand versus brand in brand fighting yes Mm -hmm. i agree i agree a hundred percent this if this is the start of something like that i'd be i'd be cool with that i'll fucking watch it you know what's funny is that um like during like one of the live streams for like russell talk one of the random fans uh suggested that emporium emporium versus uh undisputed era at war games and i was like book it book it now that's too much heel heat that's too many heels I don't yeah. like <laughs> your brain would shut this off. Is, this is NXT versus NXT UK. Who cares? Let's get this match. 
I, I, uh, I think if you would do that though, you wouldn't you would have to do like um a single person from each team to be the representative. It would just be too much at okay. once. Every, so let, let's just do this. Undisputed era versus Walter. Because if you add another person in there, it's unfair. Let's just be honest. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean if we're just going off a weight if we're just going off a weight size, then yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Speaking of undisputed. Well, Pete Dunn first cut his promo, talks about. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot do. about that. Yeah, but then Undisputed, I'm right? Really, I'm just really excited. <laughs> Street <laughs> Street Profits uh, defended their titles against Undisputed Era. And my shit's happening. <laughs> Julie's going to go postal. Uh, Undisputed won <laughs> with a high low. It was. It I've was been fucking saying. What I was saying, I want undisputed drip the dripping in gold era. That's what I want. That's what I want. I just need one more fucking title, and we're dripping in gold, baby. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think it'd be yeah. great, and you could package it. They could be walk around like cocky assholes. On the, especially if you get them all titles, and then the first NXT show on TV. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you, you understand like, like Evolution did back in like 2003, right? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with I I actually enjoy when factions figure out how to hold all the titles. Because if they're especially with people like Undisputed Era where like you got the walking in like fuck you all. I'm the best. Suck it, fuckers. And I'm fine with that because if you bring that heel heat to the first episode of NXT and they'd be like, oh, we're making this, you know, we're showing NXT, you know, making them talk about how we're, they're making it great and how they're the champions and shit. Like they really could bring some snarky fucking heel heat with those titles right to the first episode of NXT on, on cable and it would be dope as shit. Even better. Like, it, it would roll right. Oh, yay. I'm you. excited. <laughs> How about just fucking Roderick Strong winning the title as the main oh, event on the first show? On the first one. That would work, too. I'm fine with either one. I'm fine with either one, to be honest. And, and like then you that. close out with all four of them. Cold and gold. Yep. That would be good. That would be a, that would That's be another good live way. show anyways. That would yeah, be. It would perfect. be really good. But, yeah, I'm. See, this. Because. You haven't been on. Um, that's what I was calling. I don't mean that rudely. It's like you haven't been on. I that's what I have been calling. I listen. That. Thank you very much. That's fine, but I don't know of him. We talk a lot, so you might have forgotten you some shit. You don't talk okay? to me. You don't talk to me. You if just... you're listening to no, if you listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. we're talking mm-hmm. a lot on here. Let's I, I, be real. That's really what a podcast is about, though. That's that's, that's like, my oh. point. So if you forget some shit in a podcast, <laughs> I'm not going to be like going like, oh, I'm offended. We talk a lot in them. But I that's just, what I'm I've been wanting. offended by I, you. Okay, well, you know, I aim to please. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've wanted, I, <laughs> I, but I've been wanting Undisputed Era to get all gold because I think that they would be fantastic as a cocky heel team with all gold. But if you put it to where Roderick wins it at the first episode, not only do they get to walk on there, if they package it right and do it to where you could do a couple great pa- well, oh at the first NXT undisputed's gonna be dripping in gold or whatever the fuck I, they don't even have to use dripping in gold I don't know why the fuck I keep saying that and I'm actually kind of getting annoyed by it myself so I'm sorry everybody but like they could do something with that hype it up about how if Roderick wins this we all have gold titles we all have a title we all have a title so it even hypes up the first match the first show 
even more. So I totally like that idea. I totally like it. I mean, I'm pretty sure if we were to go back in time uh, to like last year or some shit like that, that I'm pretty sure you and I has said at one point that inevitably NXT, uh, the Undisputed Era is going to hold all the gold. Oh, I'm pretty sure we have. I'm 95% positive that we have. So, I mean, as I chew on these five guys' fries, I'm just, like, sitting here lately. I'm like, I am pretty fucking sure that we've said this. Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) sure, too. And I'm starting to think now, after some of the shit that we're doing on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, I'm like, maybe people are listening. Maybe certain people that need to hear the shit that we need to talk about, that we're talking about. <laughs> that would be the later. that would be the funniest thing in the world is to find out that somebody that is crucial to creative is listening to our podcast. We don't have the biggest of followings, but we got the one important one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll get bigger. Been a lot, there's been Tell a lot friends, of shit. There's been a lot of shit that we have said or have wanted to come true that has now been like in the works of things and blah 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 blah. Well, maybe we're just the Miss Cleo of podcasts and wrestling. I'm just saying. Could be. <laughs> Definitely could be. So we're, we're, I, wanna we're see, just, I just want to see. Just I just like want to see Cliff. I just want to see Cliff in a Miss Cleo dress and a headband. Oh God, hell yes, please. <laughs> I'd look Call like me Astrid. now. No, call I'll me now like for your free Cartman. wrestling reading, and I'm <laughs> gonna kick ass in the ring. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. That's your heel gimmick right there. Oh my you're god. You're a white. No. Oh, are you Mr. taking over you're Kobe's a white, You're a white Miss Cleo <laughs> wrestling because you have to make your money back from all the lawsuits because you a fake ass bitch. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so hilarious. I hope no one from WCF is listening to this right now. <laughs> That's a I great hope idea. everybody from WCF Please. is listening to this right now. <laughs> I you. want his ring attire to be yellow with nice tropical flowers on it. <laughs> She's snorting. <laughs> I want to see hoop earrings oh and bangles. <gasps> oh, you made maybe him a some, Maybe bitch. some weave. Making him a banshee bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, have you seen Cliff? Banshee girl. <laughs> maybe some pa- maybe some pasties. <laughs> He's got some big nipples. He could put some pasties on there. I am not like Cesaro. Do not get that twisted. Stop. No, no one's comparing you to having pepperoni nipples. Now, come on. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we gotta Wait, move. Did you talk about pepper? Did you talk about pepperoni nipples yet? Uh, that's why I kind of wanted. That's why I kind of move into the section. Oh well, look at that segue. Hey, <laughs> pepperoni nipples, best segue ever. <laughs> so I mean, uh, we did go from Cliff's nipples to Cesaro to talking about NXT again. So I mean, NXT it works. UK. <laughs> so right. Saturday, right? We do have NXT UK takeover Cardiff. Yep. Um, that's a lot to say. Yes. Uh, right. <laughs> First match right go, off the oh, bat yeah, yeah. that we have is going to be uh, Travis Banks versus Noma, Noma and Dar. God, I don't know. Why Wait, I'm who's the heel of that? Noam Dar. How do okay. you not know Noam Dar's name? He was he there was and, on 205 and Raw. Raw. I know. <laughs> I know. Now I have to look. See, I haven't watched UK in so long. Who is the heel in this match? I, I think it's Dar, actually. Did Dar turn heel? They kind of, I know, like recently, like the last yeah. couple episodes, he's been kind of like a prick. 
a lot more. He so. might be. Yeah, I'm saying. I don't know. I kind of view him as like kind of like a tweener almost. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But like, it's, it's cool to see. I'm okay. enjoying. I can't wait. Uh, I don't. Oh, do you snap. Do this card is fucking stacked. You want to do Yo, right? Oh, oh, we do a prediction? Shall we do predictions? Um, I mean, if Noam Dar just turned heel, I'm going to say him. Yeah. I don't think he just I don't even turned heel. I think he's been heel for a little bit now. Well, I know Travis is really liked. I'm going to take Travis know. Banks. Yeah, I was going to say, I got Banks. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Dar. Cool. <laughs> I'm going in with nothing. Did it. Yeah. In the last standing All match, right. we have Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffey. I'm going with Dave Mastiff. That's my That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a no-brainer. That's Dave Mastiff. Yeah. They're building him up to probably be the one to take on Walter. Uh, yeah. He's the man. I agree. Joe Coffey is a bitch without the rest of Gallus. So. Speaking of Gallus, Triple yeah. Threat Tag Team Match for the NXT UK Tag Titles. That's uh, Zach Gibson versus, and James Drake versus Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster versus Gallus and uh, I want to go with. Can Mark I just Andrews comment and... on the? I'm just going to comment the fact that the, the, these. I feel like the UK tag division is like non-existent. It's no, I agree. There's no, much, there's no much that's mountain. Yeah. If this makes sense, they don't do enough of an emphasis on it as they should. Right. It's an afterthought. There's just four people thrown together to make two teams, and then Gallus. Yep. Which technically isn't just another thing thrown together because the original the real tag team was the Coffee Brothers. And you don't even yeah. have that. So Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan. That's what I was going with. Yeah. So oh. I hope because I like Sweet. Mark Andrews. Yeah. He's he's he is totes adorbs and I feel like he's like I feel like I could be Paris Hilton and he could be like my little chihuahua in a bag. Uh. <laughs> And feed well, him snacks. So, in the singles match for the WWE United Kingdom Championship, Walter versus Tyler Bates. It's Walter. It's Walter. Or Tyler. You're just getting, yeah. You're just getting fed. I feel bad. I want to call Tyler, but I don't think they're gonna do it. I think it's just gonna be a, a feeding frenzy for Walter. Like I feel like they're gonna let Tyler get over moments. Like there's gonna be a chug on the match where it looks like Tyler's gonna win, and then Walter's just gonna eat him at the end, or the rest of fucking whatever. The yeah, whatever. The, something's gonna happen at the Emporium. end. He's gonna eat. Yeah, that thing. And then he's gonna be like, "Oh, I win. I'm Walter." Yeah. Do you know what's I? I, I was gonna, I was gonna agree with you about going with Tyler. I was gonna say Tyler at first because of the situation that happened with Walter and Star at uh their last match, where Star told Walter he's gonna, I'm gonna step on the title. He grabbed a WWE title and just stomped on it, and like the WWE was pissed off about it. Yeah, so I was like sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's star and he'll do whatever he wants. You can't stop yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, um. So for the NXT UK Women's Championship match, though, Tony match Storm of the night. Yo, straight oh, up, yeah. dead dead ass. Tony Storm versus Bat- Kaylee Ray. Bucket. I'm going. Yo, with Kaylee I don't Ray. care. Did you? We all. Win. Did you? We all. Fucking yeah, win. I agree. Did you see that fucking uh that one exchange 
recently where Kaylee Ray brought up fucking Tony's dad leaving. <laughs> Dog, it was no. fucking sick. Dude, she goes, you know why? She's like, she brings up about why her boyfriend's left her. Oh, dude, it's fucking, like, it's savage. Like, she's, like, when she brings up her dad, Tony just hits her, and she looks like she's legitimately gonna cry. I think it was one of those where she, you know, you give permission to bring something up in a promo that you know is gonna hurt your feelings because you know it's going to be better overall so you can elicit that emotion. I think this was one of those moments. Because it was so real, it was when she got in her face and it's like, and that's why you see Tony going, don't say it, don't say it. And then she brings up, that's why your dad left. And I'm just like, oh, mother fuck. <laughs> punch each other, punch each other right now. Punch each other right now. In the face, in the face. I agree. I'm excited as fuck. Match of the night. We all win. I'm still going for Kaylee Ray. Um, well, I mean, that's been your girl since, you know, that's been your ride or die girl since the yeah. first May Young Classic. Yeah, so, that's been, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I'm a Tony Storm girl, but I think Kaylee Ray might be, might be taking it because I think it might be better for Tony to have to win it back from somebody that's formidable. I think it'd be just good for breadth of wrestling. Or I, I, I mean, the, the, the UK women's division is in my in my opinion, mm. out of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and NXT UK, is, in my opinion, the strongest stacked division. Oh, no. I totally agree. So, so, but, that's a, but that's also because you're thinking about they're, they're, they are wrestlers that are wrestlers, not products of WWE. Right. True. So yes. I, that's I, kind of I, why, like, if Tony loses to Kaylee, I'm fine because yeah. we we have other things that could go on, and it helps Tony in the end overall because then she has to fight for it back, or it makes it to where we can have another fantastic match between Kaylee Ray and Piper Niven, or we get to see Ginny yeah. and Jazzy do something with it, or Isla Dawn or Zaya Brookside because I love. Well, that's Isla what Dawn I mean about Zaya the whole just... her having to fight it back because now she has to go back in the line. Other people are going to have to go there, so she might not even have to fight Kaylee Ray to get the the championship back. The so it does, it does well for everybody all around. We could also have the only Tony two Storm women. versus Shayna Baszler. Oh. That would be dope. But anyway. No, <laughs> so, um, just, just, it, or other people coming back. Tegan Knox, Dakota yeah. Kai coming in, yeah. doing something with it. Whatever. Irregardless. The point is, aside from like Killer Kelly and Nita Samuels, who I just really don't care for, they have like zero personality for me. I am in love with like the rest of the UK women's division. So again, they're well thought out people. I agree. Yeah, and it's just the storylines are well thought out. I'd never thought like, I thought Piper would be the next one in line to go after Tony because they had such a huge, if this match makes sense, the first though. classic, right? If this makes sense. So I think also the other thing is too, is like British wrestling is a different style of wrestling than American wrestling. So I think that's also the other reason why is because it's just, there's that harder hitting grittier no balls were really dedicated i mean even the wrestling fans over in the uk are fucking i mean look at all the chants and stuff they get so hype so i think that's also the other reason why their roster is so appealing is because just in general uk wrestling it's very appealing if you ever get a chance to watch icw and shit like that you get into it so i think that's the other reason too is because they just give you the something to get into 
When does uh, Imperium come and take the UK tag titles, and then we then then they all have the UK they they all have the titles as well. When does that happen? Right before War Games. Yeah. If there's a just God in this world, yes. Because if we don't get to be... <laughs> when then then what what is poor Alexander Wolf? What title does he get? He gets a participation award. The 24-7 championship? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Oh, my God. You know how wild that would be? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <sighs> but yeah, I no. Um, Come I'm on. Gonna, I'm going to say, going back on track, I'm going to say Tony is going to retain. Nice. I yeah. It's a hard. It's it's hard to say that because I know whoever <laughs> wins, I'm going to appreciate and thank. Yeah. Match. Either way, like we said, either way, we're all winners. Yeah. We're all so, winners. So yes. yes. Um, it's funny though because like I w- we were just talking about this like right at the beginning of the podcast that at six a.m. Eastern time there's going to be the UFC card because it's in uh, mm. Japan. Um, mm. at two p.m. Eastern time that's when Cardiff takes place at 12 30 p.m. Eastern time is when uh Royal Quest for New Japan Pro Wrestling is getting started so it's gonna mm. be a lot of big fights on there um mm. we're not gonna do predictions for it because we just said we we're just gonna kind of skim over it but um you know Gorillas of Destiny is gonna be there Kenta <gasps> he's been amazing He's gonna. He's there. Yeah. Zack Saber Jr. Of course is gonna be on the card because he's British, uh, and so will. Yeah. Uh, so will Will Osprey, um, and Okada. My, so you get all your. Big. You get your big guys all on the card. It's gonna mm-hmm. be cool. Yeah. He's I actually um I actually don't mind that Kota Bushi Juice Robinson. Did you just try to make up shit just now? Uh, <laughs> no, Kota the Bushi. Way... What. The way you, the way you just said it was just like throwing together like Kabushi. I'm sorry. It just, it just sounded like it was thrown together. And it I wasn't like, Kota Bushi and Juice Robinson. I like, like the way it. you said it. It's a fucking compliment, bitch. Okay, I'm just saying. But yeah, it's I I I think that's going to be a good match, regardless. However, I fucking said it. I was just bringing up that it's going to be. A match. <laughs> I really can't. I can't wait to see the JY oh, versus Chase also Bowie. chaos. Chaos versus Bullet Club too. That's going to be good because you got Osprey. Anytime you put Osprey in the ring, I'm fine. Yes, facts. So let's Total get into the talk. Let's get into talking about the big one because this is the one that we've all been waiting for. We've only been waiting for this since All In. That is All Out. Um, what it is will be that? taking place. What's that? Yeah, that's a good. That's a good date. Yeah. It's going to be amazing um, for Saturday. Uh, we're going to start from the bottom up. Okay. So, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt versus SoCal Uncensored. Who do you guys have? I want Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy to win. What's yeah. I, don't, I don't care for SoCal. I love SoCal, but I don't, I'm going to go I for... don't mind, but Lucha. I love Luchasaurus. The fact that he used to be a WWE uh, a person, it's just like, ha, fuck you. I'm going to go um, for I a love boy and his he... dinosaur and his pet. Yeah. Right. See, I, the, 
I pick Lucha. The thing that I love about him is not only, you know, that, you know, his whole thing is the fact that <laughs> he was on Big Brother and brings up his degrees all the time. It's the But I have best. a master's degree. <laughs> in medieval history. In That's medieval my favorite history. part. It's a master's degree in medieval history. It's so fucking awesome. So now I hate him just a little bit. Oh, you fucking shut your face. And probably the fastest match, fastest pace match, um, oh. private party versus Angelico and Jack Dude, that Evans. Match is be um, it's Angelico and Jack Evans for sure. Like that's mm, 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 mm. that that's who you're taking. Oh yeah, I'm taking private party. I I <laughs> yeah. I, I have loved Angelico since he was on fucking Lucha Underground. Right, doing, like, I, the dives off the scaffolding and shit I, like that. that I, I use. Mm. I like them, but I think that it's going to be private party only because of the fact that they there has been a little bit of an emphasis on the fact that they signed them, and they did make a little bit of a a thing about the fact that they signed them. So right. I kind of think that they're going to win that. Also, um, it <laughs> I love that they're the wwe's version of street profit i mean you know like the aw's version dude i'm not the only one fuck off we've talked about this before (laughs) i would love for them to win because it's just it 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 gives them another thing and it kind of i want i want them to be built up instead of just being shoved on tv when it does eventually happen only because I don't want it to be perceived that this is just an answer to the Street Profits because they're it's not necessarily. They have their own thing. Yes, they're hype party, but there is differences. Right. You know? So that's why I'm like, I I would agree uh, normally about an Helico and Jack Evans, but I think it would be better for Private Party if they won this one. And I also think that Private Party needs the momentum because they're going to be facing the Young Bucks. Yeah, you know, that's what I mean because that's yeah, that's yeah. their yeah the second that's what I mean like I don't think it would be beneficial for them to go in on an L yep. on TV. I agree. So, especially since this place is where wins and losses matters, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> right. But they do matter because I mean, if you look at it, I mean, just look at the. Match well, I'm, between, I think he was being serious. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's still being sarcastic, dick. I'm anyway. not being sarcastic. Move on. Rio versus Sheeta <laughs> is uh, our next match. I'm taking Rio. Yeah, Rio. I I love this girl. I love her. I'm about it. Didn't know anything about her, and now I love her. Yeah. Yo, so, right. I love her. Twenty one woman like, casino no. battle like, royale. I I don't think we have any right to who's gonna call call, Kong. but who's yeah. I'm like we Kong. don't think we can. I, I was gonna make the joke and say I don't think we can call who's gonna win it since all of them haven't been announced yet. But it's gonna be Kong. It's Kong. Like, it's <laughs> Kong. We don't know who's all in it, but it's Kong. Either, it's either Kong or Jazz. I'm thinking. I want to take Jazz. Oh, dude, that is a good point. I would I like to be the last two. Those were the last two, and the two of them had to fight it out to win. Mm, or you know, Kong and Nyla Rose. Uh, you know, all three way. the three of yeah. them at the end jazz nyla the three-way because there's usually a three match at the end where it's a uh-huh. a, a little that's the matchup nyla mm-hmm. jazz and and kong and let the let them just all fuck each other up but I'm honestly i think I it's to be honest though the way they promoted it it's going to be Britt baker i want Britt yeah. baker it's just the way they promoted it. it's not who i'm I want, bored but with, it's, i'm bored with her i, I but need, the way I they've need, done it 
I need different however, mayonnaise. Any however, other mayonnaise. Other someone mayonnaise. pointed out that it might be Allie. I'm fine with that. I just don't I'm think fine with Allie. I think Brit's boring. Like, I get that you're married to Adam Cole, but you don't have Bebe. you literally are a charisma vacuum. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Cliff. I was going to do that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Kong. Darby Allen, Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc. Darby. All of us. Darby. We all win. Darby. Darby. Hands down. Only because I've seen him face against face off against fucking Austin Theory that one show earlier on the year. Okay. Darby Allen versus fucking Austin Theory was one of the best things I've ever seen live ever before in my fucking life. I'm taking Jimmy Havoc. You're dumb and you're wrong. You should feel bad. I I like Darby though. I I'm gonna be I like Darby. I'm just, I honestly have a toss-up. I want Darby to win, but I have a toss-up between J- what Joe is What is Joe the appeal like- of fucking Enzo Amorni, Enzo Jr. with Joey Janela? Like, I literally cannot stand him. I feel like he smells of, like, moldy cheese. Like, yeah, I, but I also feel like, like he doesn't shower. Because he gets the appeal is the reason why he might, he what could appeal? possibly. I'm not Who saying. is appealed to him? Um, his fan base. I don't know. I see people tweet and retweet and talk about how he is. I'm not saying I'm that I need the Russian bots people. to stop retweeting him. Then, because... well, then that's fine. Then please get on that case. I'm just saying, like the if if it's any reflection, I could see Joey taking it if if that hype goes up. I want Darby to win though, because I think Darby's the better wrestler. So. All right, cool. So. Cody versus Sean Spears. <laughs> Sean. Oh, Sean. I have to go with Sean. That too. Ty Dillinger's going to win. So, for the... Ten. Triple... <laughs> yeah. Fuck. For the uh, AAA World Tag Team Championships, <laughs> we have the Lucha Bros versus Luchas. the Young Bucks. Yeah. I'm, I gotta go with the Luchas. Yeah. But I do have to say this funny story, right? So, I had a little one with me. We are grocery shopping on Sunday, and all oh, of a sudden, yeah, this. she says to me, she goes, Daddy, I'm Goku, and she starts punching me, right? And I'm like, I'm deflecting everything. I'm like, deflect, deflect, deflect. And all of a sudden, she goes, super kick, pate! And she throws a super kick out of nowhere. <laughs> I was like, you you can't, can't do you this. Can't not, you can't deflect that one. But I was like, you can't do you this. You can't it's deflect that if she... <laughs> Yeah, it's not fair. She wins. You yep. lose. You suck. I let her. I was like, this is... And I was like, I'm very impressed by this right now. <laughs> As you should. We have right? the best friends versus the Dark Order. Well, I mean, clearly the Dark Order is going to win. I I mean, I, I, I was going to go with the best friends, but... Since yeah, I was going like to say... That, I... I'm going with the best, best friends. friends gonna win, but that's also because I, that's the perception I'm getting from their the YouTube videos and stuff that they've been putting out, like the they've road been, to. But they've been building up the Dark Order, which, by the way, whoever the Stu Grayson is, like your name is the Dark Order. You come out with a bunch of fucking minions, and you come out with a little bit of face paint, and still call yourself Stu. Okay, need you to calm down, <laughs> fucking dad, fucking yeah. rats. <laughs> I can't stand him. No, listen. If he came out dressed as yeah, Stu Pickles, it would be the rest. best thing on the planet. I would follow that wrestler. This isn't season three follower. of Glow. This isn't season three of Glow. You're not Sheila dressing up as Lila Zamanelli and making comedy. No, this is that's stupid. Stu Pit. That should be his fucking name. <laughs> Stu Pit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
cool. But I have to say, I do agree. I do agree with the whole like weird ass fucking Incredible Hulk pants and shit. Like, yeah. like chill out, bro. I have no problems we, with Evil Uno and his fat diabetic ass. I have no problems with him. It's just hey, any anybody that can get a group of people to make a chair for you. Like I get Matt Matt Prop. There are yeah. times where I'm out in the public where I just want to look at you and be like, turn yourself into a chair, peasant. And I can't. So if he can do it, power to you, brother. Alright. Pack, Pac, whatever you want to say. Pac. Versus Kenny Omega. Bob, this one's yeah. It's this Pac. one was this one was originally hard for me because I thought um I thought when it was gonna be Moxley that Omega was gonna win. I, as oh, much no, as I love Moxley, Moxley. I think no, Moxley and the, no, but the reason why, and I was because I was I originally had Moxley, but I was reading this article and they made a good point about how it would do good for for Moxley if the person that he go, he loses against is Kenny, and they have this whole story and it was really good. But if you got Pac, Pac's gonna win, just flat out. I Pac's a better wrestler. Sorry, I like Kenny, but he's a better wrestler. Pac, 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 um, Adam Hangman Page. Versus Chris Jericho for the AEW World Championship. First. Jericho. Jericho. Page. I just want to be different. Uh, Adam Page is, is just like Britt Baker. A fucking charisma vacuum. I don't know why people <laughs> like him. I really don't. I don't get it. Because he does cowboy shit. That's why. Mm. I I don't not if this makes sense. I don't hate Adam Page, but I'm not going to jerk off to him like he yeah, says. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Does yep. that make sense? I'd rather jerk off to a bloody Cody Rhodes, and that's not pretty. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we need to get you counseling, brother. Like <laughs> I think Jimmy Havoc in a fucking tutu is is better than fucking Adam Page. So I just I just don't get it. I'm not saying that he's not good in the ring. I just you don't see the appeal. I think I think he's it's a because bland, he's a bland Seth Rollins. But you want to know what I think? The he's p- a bland Seth Rollins. Bland, not blonde. Bland. <laughs> I definitely oh. said bland. Blonde. Um, I believe that part of the reason why Adam Page has not like not saying any appeal, but some of the appeal that he gets is the fact that in this era, I mean, how many people do you have? as a wrestler embracing this like Western kind of it's different. I'm not saying it's good. Well, no, the way that he's doing it where it's not like, it's not a gimmick. It's not overly gimmick where he's like coming out like cowboy and going. So I understand that that little difference is appealing. I'm not saying it's appealing to me. There's people I've, I have fucking faster horses in Michigan and I would rather punch myself in the face than go with that fat fucking festival so i'm not saying that it's my my <laughs> shtick but i feel like that's part that is part of the appeal is that it's that whole like country roads you know like hey that we're cowboy thing without being southern, a gimmick yeah we're, be, we're appealing to the appealing south to the southern demographic here i do believe or the the participation trophy waving flag waving people hey Damn. whatever you know what TNT. Yeah. Let's be real. Where are they at? Where are they at? So, I mean, that's what I think part of his appeal Don't insult me. I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, that's what I think is part of it. So. (laughs) Did y'all see, going, I'm, I'm, I'm canceling this conversation. Did y'all see that fucking, um, Cedric Alexander's wife is going to be in the Battle Royal? I did not. 
Big what? Yeah. Oh yeah, I did see. I did see that. I did see that. I did I'm see like, that. Really, WWE, you dropped the ball on this bitch because she was fucking awesome. She was. Well, awesome. you know. But whatever. WWE it's did that a lot with oh, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, How many Nyla times Rose, have you looked and went, huh? Yeah. Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Allie, Brandy Rhodes, Teal Piper, Iva Lays, who used to be in WWE as well, uh, NXT, uh, Jazz, Big Swole, Sadie Gibbs, who the fuck you are? I has no idea. Uh, awesome Kong. I love you, Karma. And then Shaza McKenzie, who was also in NXT for a little bit as enhancement talent. So there. Damn. Look at that. Right. Ten, there's ten more opponents to be announced. Right? It's gonna be interesting. Lita, Lita, Lita. No? Okay. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> there's I'm just point. I'm disappointed in you. Um, your mother and I are disappointed. I am disappointed. Um sidebar. Where's MJF? Oh, he's gonna be good point. Oh shit, he's gonna be in a corner. Oh, MJF. Either if he, I, I believe this is my theory. I feel like MJF is just show up at the during the Sean Spears match. He's I think gonna he's gonna, be gonna fuck corner. up the triple. I think he's gonna fuck up the triple threat. I think or that, or that, or that. I Probably that start one feud with Darby or something. Whoever wins. Which, that one, I I agree with that one. I I agree with that one too. It's for me. It's one of the uh, either that or. The the whole um he gets involved with the the Sean Spears Cody match, like if it starts going one way, if if he and like even if it's to get himself ejected, I I feel like that's another way that he could do it. I think because I think, of the fact that they they did allude to the two of them having beef because of this, and they did say it in that road to All Out uh, when they were alluding who Cody's partner could be. They did allude like. Could it be MJF? So I think he still has a chance to be involved in that match somehow. I think it's MJF in the corner of Cody Rhodes and then MJF turns on Cody. Bro, that'd be nice. That's that's my that's my prediction. So yeah. There we are. Everybody. Right. Predictions. Everything. Talk about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, New Japan. AEW. So, Marty, are you going to be joining us more frequently now? Um, please, we love uh, you. Mm, love is such a strong word, especially coming from you. Um, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. So if I'm telling you, it actually fucking means something, because I hate everything. <laughs> okay, calm down, my chemical <laughs> romance. I can only cut one one vein at a time. Right. Um, you teenagers Don't make me scared the shit on. out of me. Shut up. <laughs> he he's not as strong in the emo spirit as we were. Uh, no. <sighs> he he only got up to Lincoln Park. I did, I did. I'm glad you glad you recognize that. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. I had like I have no problem saying like there is a whole scene version of Julie that can die in 2005. She Hard. was definitely the eyeliner queen. That's for fucking oh, sure. Oh, motherfucker, dude. We're talking full-on fucking clip extensions to make mm-hmm. sure my hair was extra long. I had the bows, all of it. 
She could train drag queens on how to be a better drag queen. Bitch, the nickname was if Zook, uh, if Snooky and Rob Zombie had a baby, it would have made me, and I was fine with that because I had pink <laughs> and skulls and the most massive hair ever. Now I barely wear makeup because I fucking work out too much. So whatever, shit happens. This is what happens when you get in your thirties, kids. Have fun. Look forward to it. Woo! Isn't uh. Isn't Starcast happening? Starcast three happening the same the same week the same weekend? It's legit going on right now. If I'm correct. yeah, and it's okay. being headlined the first by night. a certain person. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's just you know if we're gonna end it, let's end it on that. Because fucking, I'm looking at uh like the guests for Starcast, and I'm just like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, Starcast 3 is going to be. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot. Especially seems uh, some uh TNA names here. Right. Well, I'm a uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm excited. Um and then like side note because I've done DDP yoga, I want to see if he beats record again cuz he does those massive ass workouts for everybody. Right. I'm like, "Do it. Get it. Do it." Did you guys talk about... Now, maybe it's just me not remembering past uh, episodes. Did you guys talk about Tennille Dashwood signing to TNA? Uh, yes, I believe we did cover that. I didn't see Medusa was going to be there. Damn. I do love Sorry, that. Sorry, I was on... I'm, I'm now... Wrestling. I'm huh? now, like, going through the list myself at Starcast. I love, I love Dashwood. I love that she's yeah. back. So high for her. I, I kind of wish... I was hoping for her to be at uh, the Fighter Fest yes. or to show up this weekend at, at yeah. Battle Royal. Uh, I really was hoping that she would be, you know, showcased properly. But I mean, TNA, at least we know for a fact that she'll have some fucking killer fucking matches with Tessa Blanchard. Right. Because Tessa fucking is just killing it over there. Right. <laughs> so- I really can't think of anything else. Sorry, I was. I'm looking at all the the people, and there's a lot of people that I didn't realize was going to be at. Uh, You're not on the Wikipedia, are you? No, I'm on the actual website, mm-hmm. and I'm just like the pictures are the best, and I always forget about Masa being there, and I love that it's fat ass Masa because <laughs> AEW's the oh best. Just snort. <laughs> Oh, oh dude, it, the tr- the pressure craziness happened last week and I was dying because of the sinus issues. I was actually happy we didn't record last week. So Michigan's deciding uh faults coming in when it wants to. So Yep. Marty, where can they and find plus, you? Plus, don't you get don't you Yeah. What? Where can they find you? Like our listeners. Um Under a bridge crying, rocking back and forth. Uh that's usually where um it's not great, but it's it's where I'm at now. Uh, <laughs> nice. If you're talking about if you're talking about online, I am at Martin Dew on Instagram and the Twitter. Um, that's that's pretty much it. If you're on World of Warcraft, you can find me trolling the Alliance because fucking for the horde, uh, you know that thing that uh. Julie said she was going to play, and then she never did. Like, yeah, I got too sucked into ESO. I'm sorry. Okay. I... Hey, listen, I don't have to pay as much money for ESO as I do for a while. So, 
Mm-hmm. You could be pissy oh, over there. Effie's gonna be there. I like Effie. Anyways, you guys can find me. <laughs> I'm assuming that's where we're going next. Yeah, that's exactly where we're going next. Okay, uh, add a little as Chewbacca on Instagram. We're at 91 down. I took a break, so we're getting close to the 100 pound mark, y'all. So if you want some motivation, go on there. Um, and then little less Chewbacca starting to get slowly more and more active on my Twitter. Remind me that I have it. Yeah, you're supposed to send a tweet to uh, Seth Rollins, by the way. Just want to put that out. Yeah, I gave up on that because I think I just gave up on Seth Rollins. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys so horrible, but I did. You need to change your giving ups. You need to continue to have hope for Seth Rollins and give up on Adam Page. Because Adam Page. No, listen, my, my, me, listen, I gave up on fucking Seth Rollins' just Twitter game. That's what I gave up on. That's what the whole beef was getting ready to get started. And then I was like, I'm done with this already. And then you guys can find me on all your favorite social media platforms at CM underscore Miller 85. You guys can find me right here on Franken Culture with Frankensteiner. You guys can also find me on Get the KO and Julie. She will be on there as well. And then, yes. uh, you guys can also find me on Nerds at the Round Table. Um, for Julie and myself and the newly acquired Marty, thanks for mm. visiting us. Mm. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Oh, I love this. Mm.